Hey guys, welcome back to That's What I Thought, a podcast where Annette and I talk all about the things we're learning, the questions we have, and the times we said, my bad. See, we hope that this casual conversation about life, love, relationships, and communication is a place you find encouragement in your day. Let's get into it. Welcome back to That's What I Thought. So glad you're here today. Hey, if you can, take a minute and jump on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. We would love it and really appreciate it if you would leave us a rating and review, preferably five stars, hopefully, if you're having a good time listening. We would really love to appreciate that. That's how people find us and um, know that our podcast is any good. You can also find us on social media at That's What I Thought Podcast, um, just on Instagram right now. Maybe one day we'll expand, but that's where we're at for the moment. So we're really glad you guys joined us. We're hopping into a continuation of our Healthy Conversations series. Yes. We're excited because we have nice little coasters for our tea mugs now so that we don't make noises while we put our cups down. Yeah, so you don't hear a clunk, 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 <laughs> even though we put it down as nicely as we could. Uh, yeah, no, we're pretty excited for today's conversation. We're going to talk about self-fulfilling statements mm-hmm. and how they can be really good or really bad for you. Mm-hmm. And so... Which is interesting because, yeah. I mean, this... You started thinking about this while you were listening to another podcast that you liked, right? Yeah. Because the phrase self-fulfilling statements... I mean, I heard... Like, self-fulfilling prophecies is yeah. something that I'm familiar with, but not as much the language of self-fulfilling statements. So how would you define that? Yeah, so, like, a self-fulfilling statement is more... It's more about, like, the narrative in your head... Mm-hmm. And so it's like, for example, um, it's the idea of like saying I wish, like versus I will, because mm-hmm. it has this. So, so like in your brain, you'll teach yourself or you'll do whatever you tell yourself you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you can say, man, I wish I could be better at baseball instead of I will be better at baseball mm-hmm. because now it's a positive spin. Mm-hmm. And now, like it's, now it's something to achieve yeah. rather than like something that it turns into a dream into admitted, a goal. Yeah. Like you've yeah. already admitted defeat when yeah. you say I wish, cause you've already been like, I'm accepting that I'm not going to be able to do this. Yeah. I just wish I could do that. Yeah. And so it turns it from a dream. It's like more of a dream and it's a negative viewpoint because you can capable of doing almost anything. And so it's more of like, it's that it's the statement that you have in your head that you tell yourself and then you're just going to believe whatever that statement says, mm-hmm. which makes it self-fulfilling <laughs> because yeah. you fulfill it yourself. Nobody else is t- – it's yeah, it's like nobody else – like I could tell you, hey, Annette, you're never going to be good at baseball. Mm-hmm. But that's not self-fulfilling. That's just Don't me. tell me what I can I yeah. cannot be. <laughs> this is me telling you you can't do it versus me saying – or you having Same nobody else myself. say it. Yeah, just like I'll never be good at baseball. Mm-hmm. Which I do, I do tell myself that thing, especially like math. Like I think math is a good example in my life because yeah. I'm not naturally good at math. Mm. I can do it. And I was in the, the high level math class in high school, but like I don't enjoy it. Numbers aren't something that really makes sense in my brain. So like that would be like um, like a self-fulfilling statement when I'm like, Oh, I'm not good at math or like I can't do numbers. Yeah. Which, or I'll never be good at math. Yeah. Yeah. 
which feels very true, but I, I can do it if I apply myself. I probably can't do it as well as other people can. or some people yeah. who are naturally good at those things, but I'm capable of doing that. Yeah. And so it's that versus, so it's more of like, like I said, the, the narrative that you have in your own head mm-hmm. of what are you telling yourself you can and can't do mm-hmm. is it self-fulfilling. Cause if you tell yourself you can do it or you, or maybe it's not even that it's like, I wish I can't do it versus I can't do it yet. Mm-hmm. So like that idea of saying like, this is something I can do. I can't do it right now, but it's something I can work towards and actually do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was listening to it. I heard that I was listening to another podcast that I love. Um, what is it? Chasing success or chasing, with ben chasing Bergeron? excellence. Yeah. Chasing excellence with Ben Bergeron. I love that guy. Um, and he was talking about it and I was really resonated with me mm-hmm. because it kind of like gave an actual like statement. So like the, the idea of self-fulfilling statements, like that term right there, mm-hmm. a term to like what I've been wrestling or working on in my personal development mm-hmm. uh, in the past, like X amount of years, because as a nine, if you know anything about Enneagram, um, we tend to have a very negative viewpoint of ourselves um, as far as like not feeling like what we have to say is worth saying. And the same thing kind of goes towards like, like I, I won't be as good as other people mm-hmm. or I don't think that I'm as good as other people at X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's true, where I could actually be better than most people at it, but in my head, I'm like, I'm not even that good at it. Like, why? Do, I, I do that, especially like I always had a lot of friends growing up, but I never fully understood why people like hanging out with me. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, I still wrestle. I'm like, what? What is it about me that people actually enjoy? And so, <laughs> you have a comfortable presence. I never feel like I have to compete with you. I feel like a lot of people resonate with that and need that. Yeah, someone who's not going to try to one up them. Yeah, and so. Yeah, so uh, so over this, it was cool to hear, like, an actual term being used for mm-hmm. this idea of, like, changing your language towards success, which is something I learned. Because, um, like, growing up, I'd always had a very negative viewpoint of mm-hmm. my ability to accomplish things or especially in the wet realm of, like, weight loss and weight management because mm-hmm. I've always, not even always, but, like, in high school I'd gained a lot of weight and I was, like, really uh, – really big and I, I just would try to lose weight and it never would really work and like you know I go to the gym but then I get burnt out on the gym and like seeing other people who are way more you know and way in better shape than I am and I would my narrative in my head was like I'll I there's why am I doing this if it's not gonna work mm-hmm. like it's not gonna work I'm I can't do it it's, I've never been able to do it it's not gonna happen for me like this is just who I'm gonna be mm-hmm. and then so it came, it was like, I wish I could be in really good shape to like, I'll never be able to be in good shape, which is a very negative self-fulfilling statement mm-hmm. because then I just lived that way. And then I got even worse because I was like, just accepted that nothing could be done to fix it or nothing was ever going to work. And so I've been wrestling with that. And then I saw, and a lot of this motivation for this, but like I saw photos of myself and my brother's wedding. And I was like, I don't want to look like that in my wedding, mm-hmm. which is also a self-fulfilling statement of, I don't want that. So now I have a goal. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so now it became of 
I changed. So seeing that photo gave me the motivation and it made me change the term from, I wish I could be in good shape to, I will be in good shape mm-hmm. because now I have a goal. There's a goal there. And so I wanted to achieve that goal. So my thought was, I, I will, I mean, it was really like, I don't want to look like that, but the inverse of, I don't want to look like that is I will put in the work to not look like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that would put me on a whole journey of, like I had lost over the course of like a year and a half, I'd lost like 80 pounds, mm-hmm. which was super awesome. And then, uh, yeah, so that was just because of having that mentality of I will get to where I want to be. I will work mm-hmm. hard. I will, I will go to the gym today. It's not, I wish I could go to the gym today or, mm-hmm. or, you know, I, I will. It's a thing that I'm doing now. Like I'm going to see if I can schedule it in my find time in my schedule it's like, I will do it no matter what I got to do. I will go to the gym today or I will fix my diet. It was a big one. You know, mm-hmm. I will find healthy foods that I like to eat instead of like, I wish I, I wish there's, I wish I liked vegetables was a big one. I wish I liked fruits and vegetables. I wish I, mm-hmm. you know, cause then it'd be really easy, but I just had to be like, as I will. we know from our previous podcast, you can change your taste buds. So you can teach yourself to like, <laughs> it's true. And so, yeah, then it turned into like, I will find foods that are healthy that I like to eat. And, mm-hmm. and I was able that? to do that and start there. And mm-hmm. I will change the way I eat and just all these statements. Um, and yeah, and it's, the thing is it translates anywhere. So not just like if you want to lose weight, it's just, it's the idea of turning a wish into a goal. Mm-hmm. Well, or I think a of dream it, into a goal. yeah, in the sense, I think with money, especially in the past year, that's been a good example. And some of our friends who are entrepreneurs were talking to us about this idea. And it just made a lot of sense to me that like, um, when we, when an opportunity comes up and someone like asks if asks us if like we want to be a part of it, a lot of times my reasons is, Oh, I can't, I don't have enough money. Yeah. Um, and their point being like, you will have money for what you decide is important. So, like, if I decided that helping Micah become a football star was the most important thing, then, like, we would find the money to do that. We'd make sacrifices in other places or we would pick up other jobs or we would, you know, whatever your priority is, you're capable of doing it. So, like, their example was, like, if you want to go stay at a hotel and it's like, oh, I can't afford it or, like, um, Maybe it's like your marriage is in trouble and you need counseling, but you're like, oh, I can't afford it. Yeah. You're going to, instead of that, like changing it, I think the first step is like, I can't afford it yet. And then changing that to like, like, I can't afford this if I do these things. And like finding ways to not immediately shut yourself down and be like, I can't accomplish those things. I think that's been challenging for me in the, in the last year. And then like us going through uh, Dave Ramsey's financial piece together yeah. and like him kind of giving the same thought to like your debt and whatever amount of debt you have and saying that like you need to get rid of your debt with gazelle-like intensity is his phrase like coming from Proverbs with that language but saying like y- you have to cut things out like you can't go to Starbucks every day you can't you know restaurants all the time you probably need to sell some things, but like, what is your priority? Do you want to be under debt? And it's the same thing, like with your 
health example of like with weight and things like that, like you can do those things. Um, you may be telling yourself that you can't, but you can. And like, I feel like I've used this example so much recently, but like, um, there's a book called How People Grow by Dr. Clayton Townsend. And they say like, the only, you're only going to change when the pain of remaining the same is greater than the pain of changing. Mm -hmm. And so I think some of that starts with mindset of like, if you change your mindset to like, I can do all of these things if I'm willing to sacrifice. And then I think it's a matter of priorities. Yeah. And I think even comes to like a lack of faith example. Like I was thinking about this idea the other day, I was listening to Christine Kane. Um, she was teaching about Mary and saying like, Mary had to be obedient. Like she had to say yes. Like the angel came to her and was like, Hey, this is the plan. This is the plot. Or like, this is what's going to happen. But Mary said, yes, I'm your servant. Do these things. And Christine was saying like, there's a ton of people who are going to miss out on like what God's asking them to do because they've already decided they can't do that. So like the wild, crazy things you can experience when you follow Jesus, people decide, Oh, Hey, what's going on person? Um, people decide like, Hey, I can't do that thing because I'm too poor or I've done too many horrible things or I like, I'm not good enough. Like I'm not good enough of a Christian or yeah. whatever it may be. And that's a self-fulfilling <clears throat> statement of like, I can't do those things. But at the same time as it's self-fulfilling, you're saying without saying it, I don't believe God can do those things yeah. through me. And so not only have you decided you can't do it, you decide God can't do it. And then he gets smaller and smaller in your life because you just say no to more things. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, <clears throat> just the idea of like what you say is what you believe. And so if you have a negative viewpoint and you have poor self-fulfilling state. So if, if you, yeah, like you said, like if you don't believe you can do it, mm-hmm. especially if God's like, I, you can do it mm-hmm. and you're like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then you're taken away from God. Well, the great thing about and, following Christ is like, he says all things are possible through him. Yeah. So it's not even a matter of, can I do this thing? It's, I know God can do it. Am yeah. I willing to say yes? Yeah. And like, is it something that's good enough of him? So like your health, does God want us to have good health? Yes, because he wants us to live abundantly and he wants us to to be able to holistically invest in him. And if you are really overweight, that's affecting your health, that's affecting how active you are in meeting people and sharing the gospel or all of those things. Like, does he want you to be wise and successful with your money? Yes, because it's his money. Like he wants you to be able to not be in debt so you can be generous. He wants you to be successful with money so you can bless others and give it back to him. And so like, and those things of faith, like, does he want to take you farther and do spectacular miraculous things through? Yes. Because that's how he shows himself to be faithful. So like when you say like, Oh, I can't afford it. Or, Oh, I can't get healthy or find foods I like to eat. Or I can't do X, Y, and Z. You're also saying, I don't believe that God can help me do those things. Oh yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. And we're back. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So, and I was just saying about the idea of um, 
what we the, are the negative self-fulfilling statements or not even that just whatever self whatever self-fulfilling statement is in our head affects god in a way it affects what god can well, yeah what, what god, we're allowing to get for god to do in our lives exactly and how big we think he is. Yeah. And so when we have a negative viewpoint of a negative narrative in our head of saying, I can't do it, I can't do it, you're not allowing God to step in and be like, you can do it because I'm with you. Because mm -hmm. we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Right. Mm -hmm. and, so, and so, yeah, that's a big part of it. It's about empowering yourself. It's about empowering um, God to do the things that he wants to do through you. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that if you're not doing it yourself if you're not believing that he can do it if you're not having a positive view of like i can do this because god's with me mm -hmm. and god wants to see me do amazing things and so mm -hmm. it's a for it's a mindset glory. for his glory yeah. to bring him glory and so it's a mindset thing and you can do significantly more for the kingdom of god if you believe that god can do significantly more through you and so yeah so yeah it's about empowering yourself you know you're and then the podcast was talking about, they were even talking about like, uh, cause he has kids. He was talking about the just conversations he's having with his children mm -hmm. and how like he wants them to grow up because a lot of the, whatever, if you have a negative, you know, uh, narrative in your head, or if you have a positive narrative in your head, mm -hmm. it's a lot of that is derived from your childhood. And so if you grew up either having just, external people, right? It doesn't have to be like your parents or siblings or just people in your life, like teachers or, you mm -hmm. know, anybody telling you, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to believe that you can't do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Or if you're just telling yourself, I can't do it. And you have nobody saying, Hey, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to believe you can't do it. Mm -hmm. And then the flip side of people who grow up being told you can do whatever you want to do. If you just work hard and believe you can do it. They grow up and they are the ones who are just making all kinds of significant moves in life mm -hmm. <laughs> and are have a very positive viewpoint of themselves and are very confident in what they're doing and the abilities that they they have and just the goals that they have. Mm -hmm. They tend to be more goal-driven people because they know that they can do it. So they're not gonna fight. Mm -hmm. And so you've seen those results. Yeah, because yeah, you've grown up seeing those results. And so yeah, this he was talking about how like he wants to teach his children. That like, yes, you might be too young to vote, mm -hmm. right? Or you might be too too young to, you know, have these deep conversations with the, with the adults in the next room, right? Mm -hmm. Or, um, but he's, that's where he's took that spin of like, you're not, you're too young. Or he's like, I'm too young now. Or not even that. It was like, I'm not too young to have deep conversations if i know what i'm saying right does that make sense tell me more about that or you're not too you're not too inexperienced or you're not too not even just like children but like young adults and people who and teenagers who like just empowering them to be you can do whatever you put your mindset to and so I, I guess in this context he was talking more of like young people wanting to like start businesses or or even like the idea of I don't know, like want to start a podcast or something mm -hmm. small of believing that like, I don't have the experience mm -hmm. to be able to do this. Yeah. 
Because there's always, you're saying there's always a million reasons and a million voices telling you you can't do something yeah. or telling you why you can't do something. But there's always something you can do. Yeah. There, You might not be able to do everything right away. Yeah. But there's always a place to start. Yeah. There's always something you can do. Which I think we see, I mean, what do they always say when you do workout videos? Like, oh, getting to the gym is the hardest part. Like, you're here. You yeah. did the hard work. Like, now the rest is going to be easy. Yeah. Because you're there. You're not going to just not do anything. Which you know is like a lie because you have to work out and that's painful. But you really did do the hardest part is that overcoming that mental barrier. Yeah. The mental barrier of like, I could be, I could sit here and watch TV or chase my children around or mm-hmm. <laughs> X, Y, Z, but you made the decision to be like, I'm going to leave the house and go somewhere. And by the time you're there, you're like, well, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. I may as well put some work in. And so, yeah, it's that mental, that idea of dedication over motivation as well mm-hmm. of just the, which comes with that having strong uh self-narrative because if you believe you can do it, which like yeah like in my weight loss journey right mm-hmm. that part of it like motivation like the motivation to go to the gym was rarely ever there or not really ever there most days it wasn't there it was more the dedication of if i'm going to reach this goal i mm-hmm. gotta go to the gym or if i'm going to reach this goal I got to stop eating or <laughs> mm-hmm. if I'm going to reach this goal, I got to eat something better. Or yeah. if I reach this goal, I got to go to bed now so I can get enough sleep for today. Mm-hmm. Or, and so it becomes that dedication of motivation mm-hmm. in that world. Yeah. I think the key there is it's moving you to a sort of confidence. Yeah. Like you could call it self-fulfilling statements. You can call it belief. You yeah. could say faith. Like we know Hebrews 11 one says faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. And so, like, when you have faith, you have confidence. When you have belief, you have confidence. And, like, confidence moves you into good things. Yeah. Like, it moves you into better jobs. People want to see you be confident in your work. Like, you can get away with a lot of mistakes if you walk in confidence. And, like, it gets you dates a lot of times. People want to <laughs> see that you're confident. You know, it's a security in yourself to say, like, Hey, I'm confident in me and I have faith. And I know like in our case, like being followers of Jesus, like I have faith and it's, it becomes this identity thing of like, I believe what God says about me. So like I have confidence to do these difficult things to work out. I have confidence that like God has said that I am a joint heir with him and I am, um, I am given power through the Holy spirit and, I made in his image all like all of those things if you're like I'm going to walk in this instead of believing all of the voices whether it be from other people or yourself that you're not good enough and you're not capable or you're like you're not all of those things that God says that you are yeah. then you're able to do so much more because you're like I'm not like I'm not gonna let Satan keep me down like I'm gonna do these things yeah. like I don't have time to not believe that I can, like, I might try it and fail. And that's okay, too. Like, you might try it and fail and figure out like, oh, maybe this isn't the path for me. (laughs) Or like, like in a job situation, maybe, but like, he redeems all of those things and uses them for your good. Like, God uses all things for the good of those who trust him and believe in him. Or like, you might try it and think you fail at first, like it might not go the way you wanted it to. But 
you keep showing up and you get a little bit better and a little bit better every day. But like, if you lose confidence that first day you tried and you say like, oh, like I tried this and I just can't do that. Like me with math, like, oh, I, I did it and I can't do it anymore. Then of course you're not going to keep growing in it and working on it. But And I think it's important too, like even in like whatever, if even if you don't want to call it a self-fluency, like you said, but like just that confidence and mm-hmm. setting setting goals that you know you're going to hit is really what it is. Because this is the whole idea of turning a dream into a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Into like a, I don't even know, yeah, a goal. It's something that you steps. know you can, it's not something, yeah, it's something achievable, mm-hmm. right? It's something that you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. It's not like, man, it'd be cool if this happened, mm-hmm. right? And so like even in like a work environment, like for me, my, uh, I guess the person, what my mindset going into a new job. So I just started a new job like four months ago, right? Mm-hmm. And my, I learned a long time ago that I'm gonna get easily overwhelmed with all of learning everything at the same time. It's gonna stress me out. I'm gonna freak out. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, I, and it would feel like a failure. And so I was like, well, how can I, how can I end the day knowing, not knowing how to do the job, but feel like that was a successful day. Mm-hmm. And so my mindset was, I'm going to go into work today and I'm going to learn how to do five new things. It's always five. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn five new things. And if I learn five new things, I'm going to call it a successful day. Mm-hmm. And then when I hit those five things, or I feel great. And then it, well, usually what I'll do is because like it's a goal, right? The mindset was, I'm going to learn five new things and I'm going to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. No matter what I do, I'm going to feel confident and successful if I do those five things. Cause that's, that's the goal instead of like, I wish I could learn how to do everything. Cause it's not a tangible goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the five new things is a very tangible goal for me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I would do that and then be really encouraged mm-hmm. by my ability when at the end of the day, I'm like, or you know, I'm driving home and I'm like, all right, what five new things did I learn? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like listening off and it turns out I learned like 10 to 15 new things that day, mm-hmm. which is really boost my confidence because I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm an overachiever. <laughs> I'm amazing. You know? And so just keeping that, that just for me, that's what helps me like in that setting of mm-hmm. like, it's important to set tangible goals, mm-hmm. goals that you know, you, you can achieve today. Yeah. Which is interesting. The way that your mind works towards that. Cause yeah. I feel like mine is the inverse. <laughs> Whereas like, and this is all coming from like self-awareness. Like you don't yeah. realize it took a lot of self-awareness for you to be like, oh, I'm it, when I go into this new job, I'm going to be anxious. I know these things to recognize those patterns in yourself, yeah. first of all. Which is also important. And then secondly, to not condemn yourself for those things, but say, I know this is my natural inclination. Yeah. So how am I going to work with this? Yeah. How am I going to beat it? So, yeah. So you like made yourself this goal. Whereas like I tend to be the other way where I'll be overly confident or like overestimate what I can do. So like even the past couple of days, I've been like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And my list, list gets really long. And then I like burn myself out because I'm trying to do too many things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're all upset because you didn't get all the things done. Yeah. And I just want to do all of the things. <laughs> um, and so at the same time, like, it's kind of just like, how can I be realistic? Like, how can I, how can I push myself to a successful standard yeah. in a way that's realistic? Yeah, because like I will set 
you can set yourself up for failure by saying, I'm not going to be able to do this. And you can also set yourself up for failure by saying, I'm going to do this and a hundred times more (laughs) and say like, okay, you don't have to, for me, I have to say to myself, like, okay, you don't have to do all of these things. Just get, maybe it's those five things. Just get these five things done today and then stop. And like, that can be harder for me than like get something done. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, but, but you know, yeah. But in order for you to feel like, for example, like my term of feeling like it was a successful day mm-hmm. of you knowing of, yeah. Cause like you can have 20 things, 20 things on your list and you only get through like 18 of them mm-hmm. or eight of them. <laughs> and then you're feel like it was in a successful day. Cause you didn't get all 20. So you put a reasonable limit, but me, it's a goal. It's so like a, I'd like to hit five. You're like, I need to stop at five. Uh-huh. <laughs> But because then if you hit five, because then you hit your five and you're like, man, that was a good day. It was a successful day. I'm ready for, I'm feeling better and I'm feeling better about tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is what's really important for long-term growth in any facet you're trying to work on develop of personal development. I've learned of setting tangible daily goals mm-hmm. of how will you be, how will you win today? Mm-hmm. How will you how will you end the day feeling more confident than you did yesterday or feeling better about what you're doing than yesterday or feeling better spiritually than you did yesterday, Mm -hmm. feeling like you're closer to God today than you were yesterday or, you know, and just setting those small tangible goals that -hmm. you know, you're going to hit because that's, because that's how you hit the the, the final goal, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you turn a dream into a wish is having, or sorry, (laughs) turning a dream into a, a goal. a goal or even a reality even uh-huh. right like if you want to lose 20 pounds for me it's just an easy example uh-huh. uh, if you want to lose 20 pounds like you can do that but you have to put one a reasonable timeline on it uh-huh. two you have to and then it's another thing of like knowing your limits uh-huh. knowing yourself and then setting a goal every day of how you can be better than you were yesterday uh-huh. is huge yeah and so yeah, it's just a big, and it's all comes down to the narrative that you tell yourself yeah. of, I wish I could do it, or I'll never be able to do it, versus I can do it. Mm-hmm. I will do it. This is fact. Like, it's mm-hmm. not happened yet. I haven't lost 20 pounds yet. Mm-hmm. Even if you're like, man, you set the goal for to lose 20 pounds in a month, which is unreasonable. <laughs> uh, to say like, okay, my goal is to lose eight pounds this month. Mm-hmm. which is a reasonable goal. And then at the end of the month, you've only lost five where people and myself, I would get really discouraged. I'm like, I didn't hit eight. I only lost five pounds. Mm-hmm. Like that's huge right there. You hit five pounds. Like that's way less than you started the month on. Mm-hmm. Right. So you didn't hit the goal that you wanted, but you're better this month than you were last month. You're better off this month than you were last month. And so not beating yourself up on it is important. Mm-hmm. And not just de- changing your mindset to like, I didn't hit my goal, so this isn't going to work and it's not worth doing. Mm-hmm. And saying like, I didn't hit this month, but man, I'm going to work harder next month. I'm going to set better goals. Or, you know, and so just having that kind of a mindset is so much better in just all areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Because now you're creating, it creates confidence, really. It's yeah, not. The more wins you have, yeah. the more you feel capable. 
yeah, the more you win, the more capable you are. And ultimately that brings honor and glory to God. When you're feeling good about who you are and what you're capable of doing, mm-hmm. then God can do more through you mm-hmm. because it's a lot easier to do it through somebody who's confident in what he's able to do and has seen mm-hmm. that if he puts in the work, he can do it. And if God says, Hey, I want you to move a mountain that you're like, all right, I can move that mountain mm-hmm. because I've been able to do all these other crazy things. Mm-hmm. And then especially important just in anybody's walk to re- just re- lean in on God at all times, mm-hmm. having the confidence in God to pick up the slack. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think of, I think a really good example of this is Moses that comes to mind immediately. Mm-hmm. Like when God and when God's talking to Moses through the burning bush and he's like, Hey, I need you to deliver my people. And Moses is like, I can't, I can't. yeah, I can't because like <clears throat> I stutter or like, I'm not good at talking to people. And God is like, I'm going to be with you. See me provide a way, yeah. which he does. Like he not only, <laughs> first of all, not only is Moses a very capable speaker, he was probably really well educated. Yeah. So he didn't even really need his brother Aaron to come and help him speak. But also God provided that because like yeah. he helps, he knows that we're weak and yeah. he was showing himself strong. And God's so, going to, sorry. Yeah. So he did that. And then Moses is like, but what about this? And like, what about when they ask me who you are and like, just God continually putting those excuses and anxiety and those self-fulfilling statements and those fears to rest and saying like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, don't worry about this. I'm with you. I'm going to make this happen. And like, if it's good and it's of God, like he's with you, he's going to make it happen. And it may not look how you want it to look, but he can make it happen. Yeah. He's going to give you the the confidence too. So like Mm -hmm. Moses didn't feel confident in his ability to speak. But God's like, all right, I'll make a way for you to feel confident in what you're doing because mm-hmm. I want you to do this. I know you're capable of doing this. Mm-hmm. And that's another example, just like Mary, where like he could have said no, he could have said no and missed out on the blessing. She could have. Yeah. And yeah. missed out on the blessing of like God using yeah, you. Using her. And like, so being a Mary or Moses or you or <laughs> like when God is like, hey, this thing is good and of me. And I choose you to do this. Yeah. Which is what's really cool. Is God chooses us specifically to do these things for him. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I could have anybody do this. Mm-hmm. I could have anybody who's much more experienced in these type of things do it. But I'm going to choose you because I believe you can do it. And I want you to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to see you succeed in this way. Mm-hmm. Because God always wants to see you succeed. He's going to do whatever he can to help us. Mm-hmm. If it brings honor and glory to him. Because there are some things that we claim is successful that is not of God. And so right, right. disregard those things. But, <laughs> you know, God wants to see us be successful and he wants to see us move mountains for him mm-hmm. because he loves that. And move mountains in our, like moving mountains doesn't necessarily mean like you're parting the Red Sea. Moving mountains might be you lose 60 pounds. Yeah. And like, wow, like awesome. What a great testimony to like God's ability to like help you get through something really difficult. Yeah. And and, and that's willing to give him glory. That is, uh, yeah, which is a huge part of anything. Because and uh, I'm a heavy believer. A heavy believer. Heavy. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> uh, no, I'm a big believer. And uh, I don't even remember what I was going to say. You're a strong believer, babe. What was I saying? What were you talking about? So I can remember. I was talking about God working through you if you give him glory for those things oh yeah yeah i'm a big believer of god multiplying things that we bring him honor through 
Mm -hmm. So we give him the glory of it. So like if you own a business and if you take all the credit for your business, it can grow. But I believe that if you're like, this was all God, Mm -hmm. that God's going to multiply your business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that translates to any type of thing in your life. Because if you bring honor and glory to God, if you're verbally declaring Mm -hmm. that this is not of me because we're incapable of doing nothing without God, we wouldn't be anything. Mm -hmm. And so everything we do, we and it's biblical too, that we're called to give all the glory to God. Mm-hmm. And Come when we do and that. say thanks to him for what yeah. he has done. Because that's not to say, like, if you do those things and you give him glory, that he, like, owes you oh, success. Yeah. Like, exactly. not a prosperity gospel kind of thing. Like, that's yeah. not, God doesn't owe you anything. Yeah, he doesn't owe us anything. But often, We owe him everything. <laughs> like in the parable of the talents, when he gives you something and you're yeah. faithful with it. Yeah. More than, more than not... He's going to bless those things and multiply those yeah. things. Like, I mean, sometimes you're Job and you get tested really hard and all these things get taken away from you. And that might be your life. But even with Job, after this really, really horrible time for a long period of time, yeah. God came and, and gave him back what he had like tenfold. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. Cause, and it's an obedience thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Like God doesn't owe us anything, right? We owe him everything because he made a way for us to be with him that we did not deserve at all because we're sinful people Mm -hmm. (laughs) sin in nature and we're born with sin, but he came and made a way for us to be in him and sacrifices one and only son Mm -hmm. for it, which is the biggest gift that we could have ever given. And so thank you, Jesus. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. So we owe him nothing. We, we, sorry. He owes us nothing. (laughs) We owe him Everything, Everything, which is the, which is really where, oh yeah, what I'm saying of, mm-hmm. of like if we're bringing honor to him and we're like, I don't deserve this. This mm-hmm. is all for you, and that God, like you said, he's like, he yeah, he just likes to, to he likes to give good gifts to the people who love him. Yeah, right. to his son, which is another thing we don't owe him everything because we're his slaves. Yeah, like it's not that kind of situation. We're yeah. not indentured servants. Like we owe him everything because we're his children. Yeah, you're his son. I'm his daughter, and he's. Like, I want to give you good things. And, like, just like a good father, you want to serve them. You want to make them proud. You want to all of these things. We owe him everything. And that way he provides for us. Just like our parents feed us and clothe us for 18 plus years. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, like, we owe them a debt we cannot repay to them. Yeah. So. But can I, to, in summation, can I put a bow on it? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so I would say basically what we're talking about is how to get to success to get to something that is a positive outcome, is it um, a victory? Yeah. And that starts with recognizing the lies you're believing. Yep. Recognizing the self-fulfilling statements you're telling yourself. So I'm telling myself I can't lose the weight or I'm telling myself I don't have enough time or um, I'm not good at talking to people or whatever excuse you're doing it it starts with that yeah. self-reflection of like what am i believing what's yeah. the lie that i'm telling yeah. myself and what is what why am i hearing the evil one speak to? yeah that's yeah. false and then from there combating that with like first of all that's not who god says i am Amen that. second of all that's not who god is Amen to that so also. even if i am all those things it doesn't matter because god is much better than much more capable than all those things he's much bigger than i am yeah 
And then from there, identifying those things and then recalibrating that conversation in your head to be one that's true yeah. of Christ. And then from there, taking a step out in faith and making a plan. So it might be like, I'm going to talk to one new person today. That's going to put me really out of my comfort zone, but I'm okay with that. Or like, I'm just going to show up to my yoga class today, or I am going to save $20 this week. Like whatever little goal it is to show like, yes, you can do it. Like, mm -hmm. yes, God is going to provide. Like, yes, you can build these habits. And like a lot of times then we see ourselves becoming more holistically healthy and we have confidence and we have yeah. faith so that when things don't go right, when things like when you have a bad day at the gym or like, <clears throat> you're feeling really incapable of doing something you're like, okay, I hear that voice in my head again, yeah. telling me this self-fulfilling statement that I can't do those things, but I can't yeah. because I can through Christ. I know. And I hear like my mom goes to the gym and she'll go to the gym, which is already a win and already a goal of hers. Mm -hmm. And she'll, but she'll tell me like, Oh, but I only did like 20. I just walked like for 20 minutes on the treadmill. I'm like, only, that's 20 more minutes you walked than you could have if you hadn't gone to the gym. Like, <laughs> if you stayed home. Yeah. You know? And so you're 20 minutes walking closer to your end goal or, you know, and so mm -hmm. it's just having like catching yourself, even like I met the goal, but I wasn't mm -hmm. happy with the goal. Be like, no, you still hit the goal. Mm -hmm. Like, and praise that and bring honor and thank God for that. Mm -hmm. Being grateful for that. Yeah. And so. Yeah. I, I say more. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. like, if you're an Enneagram person, I think also part of that is like thinking through is this coming from shame? Is it mm. coming from fear? Is it coming from unchrist like anger, yeah. unrighteous anger? Like, all of those things are going to make you stop doing something, but all of those things are not that. So, like, if I'm like, oh, I went to the gym and I only did this and that's not good enough, like, that's, that's a shame cycle. Yeah. And that's not good. That's not good. So. So to recap, change your mindset. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Just do it. <laughs> and just do it. Just say you say I will. Stop saying I wish and say I will. Yeah. Start. I will X. What yeah. will you do tomorrow that you what's a goal that you've been telling yourself you'll never be able to do? Mm -hmm. And just start saying, I will complete this. Mm -hmm. And just see what happens. Yeah. Because even just changing the mindset or the, the verbiage in your brain. And saying it out loud. And saying it out loud. Say it out loud. Write it down. Tell your buddy. I will go to the gym. I will go to the gym tomorrow. I will do this thing. I will. And even if you don't go to the gym, say it again the next day. I will do it. Because eventually, you will. Yeah. Create that accountability. Exactly. So, Believe. thanks for listening to us. This was a little bit longer episode. Uh, but we're just so grateful. We love talking to you guys. And so, please, like Annette said at the beginning, hit us up with any type of comments or we're, we're going to post about this. And so we, we love hearing your guys' comments. We love hearing your feedback. Let us know. Um, any cool topics that you want us to talk about even? That'd be really cool. Yeah, send just... us a, a DM on Instagram. Oh, yeah. At That's What I Thought Podcast. That's What I Thought Podcast. Leave us a nice little rating review. And we will see you guys next time. Hey. Okay. Doodles.